Welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast, where we explore all things books, business, and bullshit. My favorite bees. I'm your host, the fairy coin mother, Cinquanta Cox-Smith of www.cinquantacoxsmith.com. Now let's get into today's episode. Hey guys, welcome back to the Coins and Connections podcast, season six, episode two. We are going to get into my favorite type of episode and it's a live reading, okay? I've read The Weekend for you guys. I've read Journeys of the Heart for you guys. I think I even read, read Pass Through Rent for y'all. And recently I read New Birth and New Life. I've seen the page reads go up. Thank you for supporting my books. I, I guess that means you guys enjoy these live readings, right? Today I'm going to be a doing a live reading of the third installation of the Journeys of the Heart series. It's called Life of a Star Before the Fame. I want to go ahead and read the synopsis, but just know that I'll be reading three chapters. I'll be reading the first chapter, the last chapter, and a chapter in between. Here is a little synopsis of the book. And of course, once I'm done reading and you guys enjoy this episode, make sure you click the links in the description box to purchase your copy and read the entire book because this is a juicy one. Life of a Star Before the Fame, Love, Respect. Lily Dupont wanted it all, and at the sweet age of 25, Lily achieved her goals. She's newly engaged with a hot record climbing the chart. Lily should be over the moon. Unfortunately, her past continues to haunt her, and a new secret threatens to end several friendships. Lily wants so much to release her burdens, but remains fearfully reluctant to walk away from the past and step into the truth. The demons of her past enroaching on her future and the year-long secret she's kept Lily is frozen in action. Will Lily refuse to acknowledge her emotional pain and the unintentional hurt she has caused others? Can Lily release her past to create a new future? How will Lily's decisions derail her quest for fame, love, and respect? I am going to go ahead and get into the book. I hope you enjoy this live reading. I enjoy doing them for you. And writing is one of my passions that I want to get back to. But it, it's the Capricorn in me. I can't focus on 20 things at once. Doing the podcast, writing, and YouTube. It's, it's a lot. So just know on this wall, the fourth installation of Journeys of the Heart series is basically mapped out on my door. I just have to take time to write it. Let's get into this reading. So I know you want to get serious in your business. And the first thing that I want to tell you is that Gusto is it. If you want to learn how to run payroll and pay your contractors, Gusto is the easiest payroll and benefits website that I've found. I truly love the company. It's easy to use. It's easy to sign up. And I can integrate my dental, medical, business, and benefits. I can get help from HR experts, time tracking, make sure I'm in compliance with all of the new rules that come up. They send my tax information. Um, I can print out checks. I just love everything that Gusto has done for me and my business. And if you're ready to take it to the next level, make sure you visit bit.ly backslash Gusto CC. Chapter eight, still coming off a high from her performance, Lily and her friends celebrated at the 4040 Club. With so much to celebrate, the night had to end. 
Lily stood back for a few seconds, looking at her best friend with remorse. Mary asked if she wanted to take a quick shopping trip to the fashion district before she had to leave for Vegas. Lily had to turn her down because she felt the more time she had with Mary, she would start to insinuate the deep secret. The music was loud in the club and everyone was popping bottles at the moment. In Lily's eyes, the music faded and everything was moving slowly. Her mind traveled back to their girl's trip to Turks and Caicos, the night when she met Eric. He was also on a journey with his friends, his fraternity brothers to be exact. Lily was always down for some fun. The night they took endless Patron shots at the club is where things got blurry. She knew that she got carried back to her room and Eric kept asking her something about being down. Lily remembers continuing just to say, yeah, yeah, I'm down. In reality, Eric was asking her about a threesome with Matt. And if she was down, Matt was a good kid who hardly ever let loose. So Eric wanted him to let his guard down on this trip. They got to Lily's room and she quickly undressed. In a matter of minutes, she was on her knees in front of Eric and Matt. To Lily, she was having an out-of-body experience. Her thoughts were all over the place and things kept getting crazier. Lily was having the time of her life, at least in her drunk life. Matt was not sure what to do, but he let Lily give him oral, and that was magnificent. Matthew had finally begun to enjoy his trip, but when it came time to have sex with Lily, he wasn't sure what he would do in this moment, in this ordeal. They had moved to the bed, and Eric had her in a position where Matt could hit her from the back. He grabbed a magnum and put it on. He took a few strokes, and then he felt sick. He jumped up and headed to the restroom. He was just nauseous, but not vomiting. He could hear moans and screaming coming from the room, so he figured that Eric was finishing up what they had started. Matt just drunk some water, then he fixed his clothes and left the room and headed back to where he was sleeping. This whole situation was way out of his league. He let Eric enjoy his night. He was more of a one-on-one -on -one type guy. The next morning, Lily woke up next to Eric. It wasn't until the next day that she remembered Matt. Later on that day when she was with the girls, Eric had texted her and said he and his friend enjoyed their night. Lily was so confused, but she never texted Matt. She didn't want that moment to ruin anything. The next time that she saw Matt was when he was leaving Mary's room that noon before all the girls met up. He spoke to her, but she was speechless. She never mentioned the threesome to anyone, and she and Eric only talked about it once they started to hang out in LA together. The party was still going on around her as she looked at the smiles on everybody's faces. She was so humbled by all the support from everyone. The night was getting ready to end and everyone was pretty much drunk and exhausted. They all started to say their goodbyes and Eric and Lily headed to the hotel. They had changed the Vegas flight to earlier in the afternoon so they could be well rested. Once they got to the hotel, they made, they made sure that they had everything they needed packed and ready for tomorrow. Eric was in the shower after Lily decided to get into the tub and soak for about 30 minutes. She lay there in silence and just tried her best to relax her body. Once she felt herself falling asleep, she decided to get out and go to bed. Eric was already in bed flipping through the channels. She brushed her teeth and went to lay down beside him. She scooted over and nestled herself in his arms with her head laying on his chest. She whispered, I love you, and closed her eyes. While Lily slept that night, Eric watched her wondering what was going through her mind. He noticed that she was somewhat distant from Mary and that wasn't usual. He knew she felt somewhat guilty about what happened when they took that trip, but he tried his best to let her know that it was the past and she didn't need to worry about it or bring it up. He was really concerned that she wanted to tell Mary. This needed to stay a secret. That night, Lily dreamed about fish. Her dream was so vivid she felt like she was there. It was at a club near the Palos Verdes beach. It was Fish's birthday party. She had met him only two weeks earlier, but she felt honored knowing he wanted her there for his birthday. 
He rented out a VIP section at the Oceanfront Club and all his boys were there. He ordered numerous bottles throughout the night and mad people showed him love. It was such a good night. The music was good and the vibe was amazing. The night was ending and Fish stood on the couch with her. And then he kissed her only to be interrupted by his ratchet baby mother. Lily woke up from her dream sweating and Eric looked at her concerned. Baby, are you okay? He asked with a worried look on his face. Lily didn't want to mention anything about Fish. This was a touchy subject for them. Eric had learned about Fish in an unwelcoming way. Lily had been hanging out with her dancers and band members at Cheetahs a few days before they were getting ready to leave for the tour. Eric was running late to hang out with them. He had to tie up some loose ends with a tour budget. Lily had been having a conversation with Natalie when Fish walked up behind her and kissed her on the cheek. It had been over a year since Lily had seen him. She thought it was Eric, so when she went to turn around, she had a big smile on her face. When she came face to face with an untrustworthy, no good man by the name of Fish, she turned fire red in the face. Her eyes seemed like they went black. All of the emotions, hurt, and pain that Lily had locked away resurfaced. She held her hand back and attempted to sock him right in his eye. He grabbed her hands and said to her, I don't think you want to go that route with me. You know my name holds weight in the street. Your little singing career doesn't mean shit to me. Right then, Eric walked up not knowing who he was at the time, but he just knows someone had their hands on his fiance, and he was going to get to the bottom of it. He stepped in and asked Lily if she was okay. Fish looked Eric up and down, sizing him up. So this is what you settled for? Some wannabe businessman? You know I could have given you the world, baby. I would protect you from anyone, Fish said, sounding cocky. Before Eric could say anything, Lily got up and pulled him away. This rude, inconsiderate guy is Fish. He's a drug dealer I dated for a while, or at least I thought I was dating when I first moved here. She said with her head hanging low, Eric never wanted her to be ashamed of her past. So he just looked at her and let her know, baby, that's your past for a reason. You don't have to worry about this at all, he said sincerely. Ace Boogie was in the corner that night, peeping everything out. And he made sure to holler at the young buck Fish. Come here, son. I'm an OG in these parts. To me, it looks like you're intimidated by the fact that the young lad has become successful. She has found someone who is opposite of you, and you can't handle that. Let her be, and you continue to tend to your family. I don't ever want to see you around these parts again. I consider Lily to be a very valuable person in my life. So run along with your guns and drugs. She's fine without you, Ace said to him sternly. He moved out of Fish's way and showed him the door. The security guards were already waiting on him. By the time Lily and Eric reappeared to the bar, everything had been settled. Natalie walked over and hugged her. Lily made sure that Eric didn't know about her terrifying dream. She just drank some water and reassured him she was okay. They fell back to sleep. In the morning, it would be a fresh start. They were off to Vegas. And that concludes chapter eight. Chapter 15, three months later. Things in my household were still a bit shaky. But once Sally left, I went to the beach house and stayed there for a month. I went on my own little retreat. No internet, TV, or phone. In order for anyone to reach me, they had to come by and hope I answered the door. My label hated it until I brought a new hit song and a complete list for my new album. I ended up number two on the Billboard's charts for three straight weeks. I fulfilled that part of my contract and more. It was almost time for me to go on to another promo tour. My relationship suffered a little, and it was hard to forgive Eric for talking to me that way. I didn't want that to be the first of many times he would disrespect me. I put my foot down on the situation. We are still getting married next summer, that is. We have been counseling to make sure we stay on the right track. All of the girls found out about the Turks and Caicos rendezvous, and none of them took sides, which I was grateful to have a group of friends like that. 
Mary and I still weren't on speaking terms, but I was able to reach out for Michaela's birthday and she did respond. I had a hope for our friendship, but I just had to let things take its course. My brother had a rough semester at school and lost a scholarship he had, so I had to foot the bill for a while. Not because I was asked to. I just think to let him come to Los Angeles had taken him away from the strong values that my parents instilled in him. I wanted him to get back on the right track. Me paying his tuition came with stipulations, though. My mom came to Los Angeles last week to help me pick out a wedding dress, and we had an amazing time. She was able to meet Eric's Aunt Denise as well. We enjoyed our time together. This whole experience, or should I say the year that I've had so far, has taught me so much. One of the many lessons was to keep my mouth shut. Yeah, I won't be telling no more secrets anytime soon. I got over the past that was hunting me, finally was able to overcome jumping from body to body. I realized that they were only a reflection of my unhealthy relationship with myself. Once I learned to love and respect myself, things in my life started to change. I've taken responsibility for all the situations that I've put myself in, but I was young. I wanted to see it at all costs. As I sat in the fifth row at the Grammys, I could only thank God for somehow bringing me back down to earth and humbling me. I found the fight that I had before fame. I embraced the struggles I went through before the fame. Now I had all three, fame, love, respect. In conclusion to that, I want to go ahead and read chapter one of Battle My Love, which is the fourth installment of the Journeys of the Heart series. I want you guys to boost me up and be like, girl, finish that book. We ready. Okay, I need some inspiration. So here is chapter one of Battle My Love. I became an instant mom almost a year ago. My life completely changed when Ariel was basically left for us to take care of. Her mother, Melissa, dropped so many bombs on us in a few short months. I was just making a great career choices until our soon-to-be family dynamic changed. I was getting ready to be pinned for my E6, and my fiancé was fresh out of SLC, and he was prepared to be selected for E7. Within a few months, I had reevaluated my entire Army career. I had serious thoughts about getting out and working a regular 9 to 5 to be closer to Ariel. I'd fallen in love with this young child, who was innocent in a tragic situation. Malcolm was amazing with his daughter as well. We even had her baptized at our church. We were currently in the process of having her legally adopted. I was ready to be Miss Lincoln as well. I had no clue why he hadn't just gone down to the courthouse. I think Malcolm felt bad about this whole situation and wants to give me a big wedding. I just want to have his last name and be a good mother to Ariel. Our current battle was becoming real to me. I had to now deal with Malcolm preparing for deployment in a few short months. It would be one of our first deployments that we weren't going together. My unit had tasked me out to be the unit supply in COIC. I really wanted to go on this deployment, but life had a way of turning things around. I would now be able to be a stable home front for Ariel. She was growing so fast and she had so much personality. She was the best thing that had happened to us. We had a little trouble in paradise when it came to finances and sex, but I was hopeful that we would get the hang of things. I had my doubts about Malcolm some days, but I had faith in him. I didn't want to stress myself out over any situation I put in my head. I just knew that this was going to be the true test of our love. Wow. Oh, your girl is a writer out here. She's a whole author, okay? I hope you guys enjoyed the reading of the live reading of Life of a Star Before the Fame, the snippet of Battle My Love. And hopefully I can be able to produce a new book for you guys. I can do a live reading of Battle My Love in season seven of the podcast. Just hit me up and be like, girl, when is the book ready? What's up? What's taking you so long? I need that motivation. That was a live reading of Life of the Star Before Fame. And the links will be in the description of this podcast. And until next time. 
Thank you so much for listening and subscribing to the Coins and Connections podcast. Don't forget to leave a review and join the conversation over on Facebook and Instagram using the hashtag Coins and Connections. Follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Cinquanta Cox Smith and at Coins and Connections. You can shop all merch at www.coinsandconnections.com. I love you more than I love this podcast. Peace.